you heard the soundtrack you already know what time it is another episode of ohm is underway featuring yours truly and i got a story time for you guys so sit back relax if you're driving keep both hands on the wheel please don't text and drive we don't need that right now and i hope you guys are all staying safe you know if you're around my age so like 18 22 we're going back to college i hope um you guys are all prepared for that because we really don't know what it's going to look like and i think i'm going to be out of school in like three weeks i'm not even going to lie to you guys i do not think this will end well anyways before i get into the story uh guys make sure you please go like and subscribe and leave a review this will help me know what i need to do better and also be able to help me reach out to more people interested like you and listening to me talk about business hobbies passions um making pokemon references and also help me with the naming if you guys like the naming please give me a thumbs up and if not just let me know you'll be helping me a lot i don't think that everybody gets the pokemon references or the weird little quotes that go on in between the episodes i mean you might hear them but like just be like mario the name is trash it's gonna get there eventually though but i need your help to get there but yeah um so like i said go subscribe leave a review share with some friends if you enjoy the podcast so that we can help grow this community and i got some big things coming on the way so please stay tuned for all that and also go follow me on instagram and twitter so you guys can be able to see any live polls I do and be the first to see any new content I release. But anyways, let's get into it. So today I have the story of how I came up with this podcast Ohm. I've got a lot of questions like, yo, what is Ohm? If you're like in engineering or electricians, they'll hit me up and be like, yeah, Ohm like resistance. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, Ohm like resistance. But there's a lot deeper meaning to Ohm, so we got to rewind the clock all the way back to my freshman year of college. Or actually, not even. Let's go back to me leaving high school, picking colleges. So this is really when the entire idea started. So we're here. I'm lean, mean, 18. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I have 4.0 GPA. Never seen some junk like that again in my life. Um, my SAT score is not too shabby, but I thought that was like the pinnacle of my existence. If I didn't do well in the SATs, like it was all over for me, but boy, I was in for a rude awakening, but I always wanted to go to school. I didn't really know where I wanted to go to school yet. I was thinking academies like the Naval Academy or Army Academy. Tech was always a choice. Georgia Tech, that is specifically, and Clemson. I also wanted to go back to New York to go be with my family and be able to experience life back in New York for a few more years before I, like, go move off. My idea is that I'm going to go graduate and go overseas or somewhere really far away. Don't ask me why. I just want to experience life for myself or be in some, like, place where I don't know anybody and kind of start over because that's just a theme of my whole life. But... Getting back to the focus of it, whatever place I went to, I always wanted to make sure that it was a place that 
I can grow as an entrepreneur. Like my entire mindset was set on, I'm going to go there. I'm going to meet my co-founder and we're going to come up with this great business plan and we're going to become the next Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. Steven was actually, but I wasn't going to fuck over was like they told me to. And I was dead set on it. Like that's, I think that's one of the main factors why I came to tech because I was like, all right, I want to be an engineer. Where am I going to find somebody that thinks somewhat like me? And I mean, the Naval Academy and all the other schools gave me these choices, but Naval Academy, would I would have to serve. And there was nothing wrong with me serving. Like, I really wanted to have a different life experience, get, you know, rough and dirty, learn some things, be putting myself at the limit, basically, physically, mentally, socially, all these things would have to come together, but I wanted to experience that entrepreneurialism earlier in my life, so I chose tech because not only did they have a racing team, but they also had a startup incubator known as CreateX. So I got there, you know, made friends, started looking around for, you know, new ideas, but I don't think I was really had it in my heart, like looking back at it. I wasn't really convicted or knew the full implications of, yo, I want to start a business. I just wanted to have an idea and like work on it, but I didn't put the time into these things to actually make a honest effort at it. And I have a group of friends that, you know, I've hung out with since my first year and we had like interests, whether it was like clothes or music and we were all trying to do big things. So then I remember having an idea of starting a podcast and it would be all of us. We would go under pseudonyms so nobody knew what we were, who we actually were. And we were going to talk about like our life in college as 18 year olds. And I think it would have followed us all the way through to graduation. I can't remember. We're going to call it the Brell podcast because we called ourselves the Brelly boys because of umbrella i don't know where umbrella came from but we kind of stuck with it and then we recorded our first episode which was like our template that we would know because we started name dropping ourselves in it like using our real names so there was no way that we could actually release this episode because it kind of blew our whole cover from the first one and we recorded on an iphone it was no problems with that at all we just didn't know exactly what we were doing as of yet and we did nothing with the episode. We didn't edit it. We didn't like figure out a pod host. I didn't even figure out about all this stuff until I actually tried to start home, you know, maybe four or five months ago. So we always tried to record the podcast, but we just had the recordings on our phone. So I, to me, it almost felt like a, like a diary or a journal of audio log of like our friendship and what we were doing at that time in our lives. And I mean, I still have the first one, but that's the only one we really have to reflect on and like other key moments and events that we went to. So it's funny to hear that. I might, I'm gonna play a clip of it later on so that you guys can hear what they were like, but they were mostly, yeah, it didn't really 
connect with any audience. It was mostly just us talking about like whatever came to our heads and whatever was going on, which could have been interesting. We never know. We never actually put it out. Who knows? Stay tuned. It might actually do something. But as of now, talking like my freshman year, we, we made one episode, always tried to meet up to do other episodes. But, you know, I told you I really wasn't committed with my time. So and neither were most of us. So like we try to do something then like a party or another type of social event or function came in the way. So we never really got to. We always put it on the back burner. But I always thought it was something that we could do and have fun with that we didn't need parties for but we kind of had that click dynamic where if one person goes and does something we all have to follow or not that we all have to follow but that we were all just going to follow suit because we couldn't do the podcast alone so it was that three musketeers mentality like all for one and one for all so we didn't let one of our soldiers you know go out to the field alone so that's the first year so my freshman year, second year comes and we still talk about the podcast, but like um, nobody's really taking the initiative to meet up. And it shouldn't, especially if I feel it in my heart that I really want to do the podcast, it shouldn't be up to another person. Like I should really take the initiative to do it. And that's one of the mistakes that I made. I would always, and I had to be real for myself that if I wanted somebody else to take the initiative to start it for me to come, then did I actually want it? And that was the biggest question for me, you know, my second year. I faced a lot of adversity, not exactly with my classes, but just like managing my time and figuring out what I wanted to do. Because while I loved engineering, I wasn't really seeing a lot of it. And I was just seeing a lot of the theoretical academia, meaning I only saw like all my all my subjects or all these different concepts and classes being applied in theory and not in real life practical applications. So it didn't really add to my head what the significance of it was. And I was trying to balance, you know, like 15 credit hours at Georgia Tech, which is not an easy feat, especially when I'm doing two of ME classes, one of which is one of the harder ones that we face in our curriculum as well as trying to learn how to invest and be social at the same time it took me up until now to realize that you know some I have to sacrifice some things and I have to become more efficient with my time whether it means you know I have to be on a schedule or I have to just take out things from my schedule I needed I realize now that I have three things I need to focus on and spend all of my energy on because the more stuff that I want to do and try to do, the more I expend myself. And then I won't be able to put a hundred percent of my energy into anything. And that will only make the end product come out worse, whether it's, you know, me taking classes in my exams or me being a good friend or even like with me making money. Like I, as much as I learned about investing, was I actually acting on it? No, because I didn't take the time to assess my feelings and not being an impulse buyer. I think I was very fearful of losing money. And while everybody faces that at one point in time when they begin investing, 
There's a block in the road that you have to get past if you want to be great. Losing is part of the game. Losing is part of being a great athlete, being a great businessman, being a great parent. You win some and you lose some, but it's what you learn from your losses that really counts. Because making the same mistake twice is my biggest pet peeve for myself. That just shows me that I didn't take the time or put in the effort to, you know, right my wrongs at all. But moving forward, so my second year, I still thought about the podcast heavily and all my friends did, but we never really put in the commitment to actually sit down and do it, which wasn't a problem to me, but I wanted to, I wanted to have more impact. I remember being a lot more serious or conscious of the things going on around campus and the world, especially everything leading up to coronavirus. But even before that, with like corporate America and my school administration, how, you know, it's meant to look great on the outside, but on the inside, there's a lot of problems. And, you know, we can come together as a community to find a solution to them or to come together and petition and protest against, you know, the acting body of authority. But for some reason, it's always starting to click in my head that no matter how hard we petition, we're fighting against the governing body about something the governing body is doing, and they know that they're doing it to us. So it's up to us to gain the power to meet them at level terms, because right now, It's like you being mad at your boss because he wants you to do something that's not within your morals, but he knows it's not within your morals, but he also knows that you need him to, you know, be financially stable, um, pay for your house, pay your taxes, you know, all the other stuff that basically you need him to live and he understands that you are dependent on him. So whatever he does or whatever he wants you to do does not affect him directly. And once I started realizing that, I realized I wanted to, I mean, I I realized that if I knew about this stuff and I had strong feelings against it, I wanted to say something. And for the people that know me in school, you guys know that I'm... I'm social, but I'm also very introverted. Like, you may talk to me a lot and, you know, I don't have any problem saying hi and having a conversation with anyone. But as far as do you know a lot about me? Nah, I don't really talk too much about myself. So I always wanted a place where or, you know, to be able to express my feelings, whether it was with my friends or you know to a bigger population and I figured if I had a podcast for myself that it would provide me not only you know the comfort of me being able to speak in my own home and listen to myself and my thoughts which is what I usually do during the day but I can speak to you guys and you know, someone else out there can resonate with it and understand 
more about me or be able to learn about something that they weren't privy to initially. And I also get to, you know, be comfortable speaking my thoughts. So I felt like it was a win-win if I would, I should take the jump to do it. As far as me actually beginning the podcast started maybe the beginning of quarantine. So I knew I wanted to do a lot with my time off. As soon as we left, I was like, I need to come back a different version of myself. So I picked three things I really wanted to focus on. So business, engineering, and coding. So I I didn't make much of an agenda, but I had three things that I wanted or three places that I could use as resources to learn about these things. So as far as an engineer, I was taking summer classes and I was doing little CAD projects on the side so that I can practice my CAD skills. As a coder, I found some games to refresh on my coding skills as well as like practice problems and stuff like that. But we're not here for that. We're here for the business side because this is actually how OWN came together. Um, as business, I figured, you know, along with learning more about investing, I wanted to have a experience kind of like if you guys understand paper trading where you trade in the real life market without real funds i kind of wanted to simulate that as a business so i created the podcast not only out of my necessity for you know a community and a place to talk and speak my mind as well as bring a platform but it's a place for me to quote unquote paper trade where i can consider this a business and i actually do consider this a business and i have big plans for home in the future but as far as the monetary commitment it's little to none for right now but it can definitely grow into something but the main factor of it was that I have to focus on building an audience and a community and a actual interest in the podcast because I can't just be sitting here talking about myself and be like you know I think I feel like this today and you know I'm sad or I'm happy and this is what happened my day I mean nobody wants to hear about my day I don't even want to hear about my day because I barely talk to people about it so I had to figure out a theme that would gauge the interest of many different types of people. And I remember that at first I really wanted to find out what more people did on campus. Because for the people that don't know about Georgia Tech, we have these workshops called Makerspaces. And Makerspaces, we have sponsors that provide free materials to do to make anything you want really so we have like 3d printers um mills lathes water jets uh wiring centers multimeters the whole nine yards you can make a car if you wanted to or like like a little go-kart um a few people have made electric bikes and i know people that are really invested into those DIY projects and they're cool to me. I know before I leave tech, I'm definitely making some motor driven bike or skateboard, given that I learned how to skateboard because I'm not busting my ass. And it gave me an idea that 
there's more people like that. There's more people that are genuinely interested in their major and try to take it above and beyond for their own personal happiness. But it never sees the limelight or there's not much attention given to it, given that they don't want to bring a lot of attention to themselves. It's also an integral part of the social life on campus because like not everybody wants to party. Not everybody wants to be like part of the chorus. And while both of those choices are fine, you know, I go to a school that has quite a depressing campus and I wanted to and we're also quite secluded or divided as in separate like areas and spaces and we keep those separate areas and spaces and if you've been at tech long enough you could sense that divide and know that certain people you know only hang in certain places which is all okay but I wanted to leave an impact on campus like not only was it something that meant so much to me to be in college and you know grow outside of what I previously thought that I was destined to and grow out of that potential that I had. I also become my own person because like, even though I have these big dreams of being a entrepreneur, if I wasn't confident enough in myself to, you know, talk to other people or speak my mind, who would have thought that I could lead a company and actually believe in that vision? So if I can't bring people together, who am I? to come here and say that I want to be the next, you know, billion dollar CEO. So I presented myself a challenge. I used the podcast as a way to build a pseudo customer base. Like if you're, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you would be like the customer in this case. And the podcast is the product, but I wanted, I had a bigger vision for it as I started going along and it turned into something so much greater and something that I hope follows me. And like I said before about how me and my friends were going to use our podcast as a, you know, weekly, a daily slash weekly journal of our lives in college. I hope this can be like an audio log of my growth and that people can use this as a tool at any point in their lives to help them grow in whatever area of life that they really want to, or to, you know, figure out how to pursue a passion. And, you know, I'm not a jack of all trades. I don't know anything, but I tech has definitely given me the opportunity to learn people in many different realms of life that pursue a plethora of different activities pursued, you know, careers in different industries, which is all great. And I wanted to tap into that and show other people at tech and beyond what was going on and, you know, give them the proper respect that they deserve. Cause while many people might tell us that we're geniuses, you know, it doesn't feel like that day to day. But to be given a platform to just speak about your work and how you've gotten here and what you've done, it's a great feeling of elation. So then came actually structuring the podcast. 
and we're actually naming it Ohm. So I hit up the good old Googles. I went to YouTube University. I found hosting through another podcast that I listened to because I've been listening to podcasts for about like four or five years just due to my my fanboyism of my favorite comedians the bodega boys you can check out their podcast too this is not sponsored so i truly just love those guys i found them podcast hosting through another investing podcast i watched and i saw podbean figured i could sign up through there and they asked me for a name and i'm like whoa didn't think that far and i made some drawings before i left school about the podcast and early on in my life like middle school i had this big obsession with the illuminati you could ask me why later or in my comments or dm me but i was obsessed with like secret society and new world order and i was always telling my friends about it and they didn't believe me of course but there was something intriguing about the lore and the suspense that everybody created and i wanted the podcast to be Something like that, where, you know, 10, 20 years from now, I've created a community where it's like, yo, so-and-so is in Ohm, and they're like, no way. They're like, I wouldn't believe it. Ohm isn't even real, but Ohm is like, you know, just a community of people that are chilling, almost like the Freemasons, you know, a brotherhood where we help each other out, build up the community and strive for excellence in any and everything that we do. So I started with the triangle and then I went to a technical school. I came up with the sign for the ohm, the omega symbol inside of the triangle because I was like, I mean, it looks like a triangle. I could easily put it in there, one. Two, I go to Georgia Tech. So, you know, it's kind of like a, a tech thing to do. I mean, I'm really just look like a nerd, but whatever. And I was one of my biggest pet peeves that I wanted to tackle with the podcast was herd mentality or I forgot what the other name for it is. Yeah. So like herd mentality or the belief or the phenomena where like your interests your dislikes your opinions are basically influenced by the mass populace or the group of people that you hang around but you know the group of people you hang around you agree to hang with them and you genuinely probably agree with their opinions so that's a different story but i really wanted to attack the mass herd mentality in like our country and our world where we like something solely because or we have an opinion solely because everybody else thinks that way and we don't want to see you know be the odd the one out And there's, I wanted to create a place where it's like, it's okay to object. And, you know, even for me, 
if you don't agree with something I say, like, please, you know, politely disagree with me. You know, I have no problems with that. And maybe we could have a discussion because there's a perspective that you see that I probably don't see. But I don't just want to agree because, you know, I want to fit in. I don't think life's about fitting in. I feel like life's about being you. And even if you don't see that now, I guarantee you that in, you know, your 30s or 40s, or even if you're in your 30s or 40s now, no disrespect to you, you know, you're young forever, right? But you will look back or you can look back in your past decisions and actions you wish you would have followed yourself or followed your true dreams and goals. And I don't want anybody to have that feeling of regret, nor do I want that for myself. So I wanted to make sure that we are always challenging the status quo and exploring new and underrated or lesser known areas of life. That's why I've brought on people like Theo and Loki. People that I respect in their industry and their craft a lot. And they're just lesser known and I believe that they need some more recognition. And not saying that I hate all mainstream things because there's definitely mainstream things that I like. You know. And mainstream also has a feeling of insured quality, you have a lot more confidence in using like mainstream products and all that. So I'm not just telling you, you know, get up, sell your iPhone and buy a Huawei if you never even heard what Huawei was. But challenge your ideas and opinions with the facts of it and with things that are like music which is more subjective than it is objective to actually you know dive into the lyrics dive into the person themselves and do you actually resonate with the artist For me, as far as music goes, like I'm a beat person. I definitely like production more than I regard lyrics when I like songs. So some people that I listen to definitely aren't on anybody's radar at all. And they might be trash to you guys. But... You know, something about their production is interesting to me, so I like it. And same goes for you. I might not like something you guys are listening to. And that's purely because of just what my interests are. And I want everybody to start thinking about that solely on your interests and what you like. So, the Omega came out of... Because... Omega is a symbol of resistance in electricity and physics. 
and it stands for resistance and uh, ohms. That's the unit for resistance. So I figured I'd make the name ohm. But another facet of tech that I wanted to implement was acronyms. Acronyms seem they seemed cool to me. I mean, just because I was around them. But I also wanted a title that contained the message in it. So it wasn't just like, oh, you know, just so I can get the cool triangle pyramid graphic to symbolize that I'm trying to make a secret society. But I wanted that entire message of trying to go against herd mentality inside of it. So I ultimately picked the Omega with the triangle. And then if you look closely at the logo, there's like a scripture or text on the side. And that's Hebrew for Om or the acronym of Om, which means the omit herd mentality. And my reasoning behind that was because if you weren't willing to put in the actual effort to, you know, listen to the podcast or you aren't genuinely interested in the podcast, you wouldn't take the time to figure out what the text means at all. And it was Hebrew because um, I'm a Christian. I figured I wanted to use another language so that, you know, if somebody wasn't really interested in it, they wouldn't, you know, dive too deep into it at first. They'd have to actually listen to an episode and see if they enjoy the content. And I wanted it to somewhat be a facet of my life because not only do I do this for myself and my own, you know, personal growth, as well as looking out for the well-being of my generation and those ahead of it. But I also want like, I want people to know that this was never something I could do on my own. As shy as I am, I've never really had the confidence to do this. Even with the first episode, like, I could barely get out a word in the first 10, 20 minutes of trying to record. So a higher being, I believe, is present in my life that allows me to go that extra inch, extra mile to be able to strive for the things that are deep in my heart and look out for the well-being of my fellow man. So I use Hebrew as a significance that almost like a how we have such reverence for ancient scripts like hieroglyphics where we talk about or where you'll see like texts and stories about higher beings I wanted this to be something that was like etched in stone and stands for the test of time 
maybe if I actually get it on a stone wall or something like that, that people could look at it later on past, you know, once my time has come and gone. And that can be a message that motivates the next generation of young leaders. And I know I really got sappy with that. I don't know why, but that was really my whole thinking going into own. Then the first episode came and now we're here. I mean, there's some details I left out, like learning Illustrator and figuring out how to actually work the podcast. But like, there was no fun story about that. I just downloaded Audacity and did the good old YouTube university and got that minor in audio production. Well, it's not even a minor. It should be a certificate because all I do is press the record button. And, you know, four episodes later, here we are. Um, It's been an amazing experience. And I thank you guys for all the support. You know, it really means a lot to me. And with your guys' help, you know, we have a lot of big things coming on the way. And I found some new confidence in myself. I didn't realize that I would be able to do this at such a level. It's definitely taken me out of my comfort zone in areas that I really needed to be and allowed me to see an entirely different perspective and gain some new interests as well. Like, I'm a lot more interested in marketing than I was before. And I like the way that this podcast allows me to explore marketing and bring creative things for you guys. Because for one, I don't use my Instagram for anything. So it's allowed me to be more active on Instagram. A lot of my friends have been, you know, pestering me over the past five years about how I only post a picture a year, but now I post a picture every two weeks. And for those of you guys that don't know, um, home episodes come out every two weeks on Fridays, usually around 5 p.m. And I'm going to make sure it stays that way for years to come. It should always be like that. And if we come out with more episodes, we come out with more episodes in the week. We only go up from here, guys. So that's really the story. I mean, that's as, you know, cinematic as I can make it. Nothing really crazy, but it's been a real story for me. And I'm glad, I think while coronavirus is, you know, a very odd and scary time in our lives, I believe it's a double-edged sword but also a chance at a new beginning in how we go about our lives. And I'm glad that I was able to take this opportunity to, you know, step up and realize that there are some things that I shouldn't let hold me back, like being shy. And I'll never look back and I'll never regret taking this leap forward. 
that's the story so if you guys don't mind again um like and subscribe leave a review so that can help me create better content for you guys and reach out to more people and then i'll see you guys in two weeks this has been another episode of own i'll catch you guys later